Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the darkest timeline, so little old me for the day. That's right. I tried to bring you the, the juiciest bits from the last week in my world, the world, who knows? I can tell you this much, he says, checking his notes real quick. Uh, this week's podcast features mood weather an album review and weight related things there's uh games and movies but no tv um so you know could be something there for you who knows stay tuned to find out before we get started please do consider like share subscribe and comment leave a review where you can leave a review and the, the important one in that whole list is share the podcast around. If you enjoy the podcast, maybe somebody you know will also enjoy it. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, The Darkest Timeline. Oh, I felt like I was doing some kind of like, I don't know, I don't know what that was. I was going to say, I was going to use the word sensual. I'm not sure that's the right word. Um, it's very late. Not to you, you could be listening to this first thing in the morning. It's very late to me. Oh, I remember that time that I recorded a podcast in the afternoon. Oh, it was bliss. Uh, yes, very late. Um, one of those days. You know, one of those days where you've got like a small number of things to do that are supposed to be like good fun, quick, easy wins. You know, all the all the all the buzzwords. And the day just has that capacity to run away with itself. And uh, that was today. But we're not talking about today at the moment. We're going to talk about a different day. Let me look at my list. Oh, we're going to talk about last Wednesday. Oh, my word. Um, <sighs> stepped out of bed last Wednesday. Wednesday's a funny day because I, I, don't, I don't work. And that gives the illusion, illusion, that the day's going to be easy, the day's going to be simple, the day's going to be a breeze, not going to work, time for a rest. No, not going to work, get up even earlier than a normal, normal working day or a normal day. So that's the first thing, after a cracking start. And, once I've got X number of things out of the way, first thing in the morning, before 8 o'clock in the morning, I then have to follow that up with looking after two two young children for the entire day. Now, obviously, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't begrudge that side of things. That is not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, not the easiest of things to do. 
especially with the way the weather's been, because you have this whole kind of, um, oh, we can't go out today because it's raining. And I know, I know they say there's no such thing as bad weather, just bad preparation. Um, and I do, I do where I can adhere to that philosophy. But sometimes puts a little crimp on things. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take you back to last Wednesday. So I get out of bed. And I don't know why. At the moment at the moment I got out of bed, I did like a brain scan and I went yeah, I don't seem to be in a bad mood today. That in itself is a weird thing to say. The reason being is, that would suggest, majority of the time, I'm in a bad mood. I don't personally feel that's the case. I am a person who, I think the phrase is, quick to anger. Um, and I know that, and I... I don't know if I accept it as such, but it, it is what it is. Uh, recently, I've come back round to the thinking that maybe it's something that I should do something about. Um, I look at my son a lot, and I think, does he really need to, to see this, to be a part of this? When I'm effing and jeffing at the car, because the car and the phone won't connect, so the music won't play. Um, so let's go back. I step out of bed, and the first thing I think is, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't think I'm in a bad mood today. Um, which should have been the first inkling that something was wrong. Not as that might sound. Um, oh, I, I, I'm always in a bad mood, and I'm not in a bad mood, and this is a good thing. What I later come to realise is the reason that I've thought this is because there was a part of me that was surprised at this information. There is another part of me, or there is another part of this where it categorically was not true. So there we go. Um, it was it was one of those days where. What is it like? What would you call it? Like the perfect storm? I was obviously in a bad mood. I think I'd slept badly. That's the first thing. There's a second part of this. I think I'd slept badly. I think I'd been awake a lot. I think I'd been tossing and turning. I think I might have been up in the middle of the night. I feel like I'd been up a couple of times in the night. That in itself is strange. I think maybe it was more that I'd been awake a couple of times, which is just completely unheard of. But also, at this point, I'm worth remembering because I'll come back to it. So I get out of bed, realise, oh, I'm not in a bad mood. Uh, later, like I say, realising that that categorically was not true. Head out for a run, come back home. Seem to think, if I think about it, I seem to think I had struggled on my run. Now then, this ties in to Tuesday. Tuesday is leg day. Leg day is a weird one. 
if I'm honest, if I'm being brutally honest, which I try to on, on the old podcast, if I'm being brutally honest, I think I'd like to get rid of leg day. I'm not one of those people that's like, I don't do leg day, because I do. I do it every week. But there's a part of me that would like to be able to say, hey, I run, so I don't need to do leg day. And I tried that when I was going through getting all my programs set up with uh, my brother-in-law. And what I got back from that was a resounding, no, that's not how it works. Like, damn it. Um, Doesn't change the fact that there is a part of me that would like to give up leg day. So there. Um, So, like to give up leg day. But I can't, and I don't. So Tuesday is leg day, which always means that Wednesday's run, got up early, gone out to run, is a difficult run. Never fun, because ultimately for me, all runs are difficult, and now we're adding more difficulty. Well, that just sounds wonderful, doesn't it? So... um. I get home, and my dog has an amazing ability. Uh, the The amazing ability that my dog has is the ability to sense the possibility that I might not be having a good day, and being the the loyal man's best friend that he is. He says, hey, you're not having the best of days. What I'm going to do to help you with that is be a complete and utter dick. So, he decides that he can't understand basic commands. And also, can't understand when I ask him to do something that I ask him to do every single day three times a day so three times a day I ask him to do something and he goes today's the day for me to not understand what you're asking this is the point where I realise oh shit I am actually in a bad mood. And here it comes. Because I I, I I, worked myself up to the point where I was on the verge of tears at this point. Bearing in mind, this is something ridiculous like 7 o'clock in the morning. I was like, I, I can't do this. So, I'm going to have to pull the ripcord here. Now, pull the ripcord here, it means I need to remove elements that are going to be, are going to make things worse. So, the dog had to go. No, not like that. Uh, I was like, right, okay, if you if you have decided that today is the day that you're going to be a D-bag, then... Today is the day that I will not deal with you. I cannot deal with you if you're going to be like this. You have chosen today. The the, the cat's 
plural, used to do it to me years back. Before I got a dog to pick up the slack for them. Uh, the cats used to do it to me. They were like, hey, you're on a bad day. Cool, let's make it worse. Um, so, I, I, just, I just had to say, our, our business here is done. I have got bigger fish to fry. So, this this bad mood is a is a mother of a bad mood okay it's it's the it's the gold standard of bad moods i'm very quickly realizing this i'm also very quickly realizing that it's the worst possible thing to have to deal with when you've got two small children to then have for the entire day now luckily because the weather was so bad, um, there was already plans in place to alleviate some of this. So we'd, we'd, we'd set up to go to some soft play. Had absolutely no idea it existed. Was one of those. Uh, landed a bit, of a, a, bit, a bit of a googly moogly. Found soft play at this place. She was like, don't know if it's any good. Do you want to go? Do you want to take, take the little guys? I was like... Yeah, okay. It's going to be crap weather. It's not like we want to be mooching around outside. So, yeah, let's ride. Um, so, that was that. And I, I knew I just had to get from point A to point B, which was 8 o'clock in the morning to 11 o'clock in the morning. So, like I say, I have to start systematically removing things. One of the things was, um, Leanne, Leanne said to me, uh, um, everything you could possibly need for the day is packed into this small, easy-to-carry bag. And I went, that's a genius idea. That's awesome. Thanks. Arriving at soft play, I opened the boot and went... You know what would have been a really good idea to bring with us? That bag. So this is the point where I systematically go through all the things that are in the bag that's at home. Like, oh, I don't know, uh, nappies, nappy bags, wipes. You know, the whole, the whole nine yards on the old nappy change front. But hey, it's okay, because I've, I've remembered to bring the changing bag, which has got all those things. Oh no, I left that at home as well. So, had one of those, is this the point in time to have an absolute meltdown? Can I do anything about it? F it, let's just go. Because at that point in time, I was like, if if the if the child is gonna gonna need a nappy change, I'm not even sure where I would go about where I would do that. I imagine you know places have toilets, etc., etc. Um, luckily for everybody involved, um, my son is very much like my youngest daughter at this age, who was like, "Hey, it's Daddy Day, right?" Yes, yes, it's Daddy Day. Cool, I've got something for you. And that something is four soiled nappies minimum. Uh, I think he'd fired off 
two, three, maybe by 11 o'clock in the morning. So I'm like, hey, I think we're good here. Um, so we go off to soft play and I'm like, you know, when you're walking into a situation where you don't know what to expect. So I'm like, you know, I'm super positive. I'm like, well, we'll, we'll manage. We'll get there. We'll survive. I speak to the lady at the desk. She's like, sure. You just go that way, that way, that way, that way, and that way. And I went, uh, what? Okay. So I'm like, let's just follow the sign for the, the place she said what we need to go to and do it that way. Um, just as a, as a, as a side point, some people might need to work on their directional skills. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, so we get to soft play. We go in and I look around and go, oh, this is my definition of hell. Uh, obviously, it, torrential rain. So loads of people are here. It's like half, half bouncy castle, half. Just stuff. Load of mats. Load of crash mats. Loads of soft things. And I was like... Personally, it, 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 it was a good system. Because I could send my youngest daughter off to go on the bouncy castle type thing. And then I could just take my son around all the, the soft stuff. Perfect. Would have been better in a two-parent situation. This was not a two-parent situation. So I just ended up in the middle between two children that I had to keep an eye on both of them. And they were both in different places. So I'm like, okay, you're doing this. All right, cool, nice one. I'd turn around and one of them would be like wandering off. I'm like, um, you do that. I've got to go over here to get this guy. Go over to get the guy. Turn around. The other one's disappeared. I'm like, I don't like this because this is a situation where somebody's gonna get hurt a trip here a fall there a bump this a bump that a bang here other children um now having had a son and going yeah you know you got a you've got the boy cool and then you look at boys of a certain age and you go boys are just nightmares there were some boys round about my daughter's age that were just wrecking the place, but in that way, that really constructive, really interesting way, that is super dangerous for every single person in the vicinity. There was a point where I was like, somebody could die in this situation, and nobody's doing anything about it. So that's nice. Whilst I'm, you know, dragging a child out of the blast radius. I'm just like, yeah, this is, this is it. Um, luckily, my daughter made a friend. She got this thing about making friends wherever she goes these days. Doesn't make friends with the people that she's in constant contact with. Makes friends within about three minutes of going anywhere. I'm like, I would say this is some kind of gift, but I don't know what the gift is. Because it, it, you would want to say it's a sociable thing, but 
I don't know. It, it, it strikes me as odd, but I'm kind of not going to argue at this point. Um, but it was fine. Nobody died. A couple of minor bumps. No, no, no trauma. No head trauma. Um, no head trauma like my youngest daughter decided that it was a great idea to start the day by falling down the stairs. Not that kind of head trauma. Um, now, what I want to say is, we went to soft play, we had a nice time, we left, we came home, we had lunch, and the, and the bad mood had eased. That's what I want to say. Uh, what I actually am going to say is, we went to soft, soft play, we had a nice time, the bad mood eased. Uh, we got home, and, and the day carried on. Uh, it did feature a point in time where I was basically like, I've got to, I've got to go and clear my head. Um, I'm pretty sure it was dog related again. Like I say, honestly, I know I sound like it's just, and it probably is just me, but the, the, the dog knows and the dog's like, you having a bad day? Mm, let's see if we can make that worse, shall we? Uh, it's probably me, probably being oversensitive, probably the dog's like, oh. Um, but I'm sure there was another dog-related incident in the evening, after, late afternoon, evening time, which featured me just going, I need to just go. I went for a walk, cleared my head, and all of that. Now, where did the bad mood come from, I hear you ask? It's funny you should ask that, because... This was my question. Where the hell has this bad mood come from? How is it that I've stepped out of bed first thing in the morning? So I started tracing it back. And like I said, I didn't sleep well. Why didn't I sleep well? Well. I'm reading a book at the moment. Uh, a book I'm going to go on to discuss later in the podcast. Uh, the night in question. Tuesday night. Just before going to bed, I got to a section of the book where I was like, oh, man, I can't put the book down because, um, you know, I'm reading this thing. Unfortunately for me, uh, the bit of the book that I'd got to was a little bit too close to the bone for me, and it made me instantly angry because, like I say, a little bit too close to home, a little bit too close to the bone, however you want to word it, I could feel the emotion coming out of the book. Um, I then went, probably need to stop reading this, otherwise I'm going to end up reading it and, you know, going to bed late when I need to get up early, etc, etc. Closed the book, Kindle, app, job, put the phone down, went to bed. Obviously, what's happened there is that that probably wasn't the best thing to do. And in, really, in, in hindsight, I don't really know what I should have done, because I wasn't going to be able to keep reading to sort of Put, it, put that to, side of things to bed but because of what I've just gone through. I didn't want to go to bed late because I had to get up early and so on. So I had to sort of like cut it off part way through. Don't know if that was the right move either. The bad mood would suggest not. And, you know, like I was trying to get across before, I don't particularly think I get out of bed in a bad mood. I remember there was a Snoopy book 
that analysed, you know, the the characters were analysing a year and saying, like, how many days a year you'll be in a bad mood? And it was, like, 50 or something. And I was like, that's not not bad, I suppose. Um, there's, there's, there's so much other stuff going on at the moment that I'm like, any one of those things could have put me in a bad mood. Um... But that was the closest I could sort of get to. Recently, have been dealing with um, quite a severe lack of motivation. Um, I don't want to jinx anything. Um, so it's probably best not to say anything. And let's just work backwards so that I can get go through it. But I don't know what it is. I was, I've been saying to like a few people, I wonder if it's the weather. Um, now, unfortunately, I am one of those kinds of people that, you know, it's supposed to be summer, but it's not hot and it's raining all the time. And unfortunately, I can't escape the fact that I'm kind of like, good, great, wonderful. Let's do more of this. Because... I can't, I can't be doing with 40 degrees. I can't be doing with everything that goes with that. So if I have to sacrifice, you know, a few, a few sunny days for, for the, for the rainy ones, I'm sorry. I hate to say it, but, but, but I'm, I'm all for it. So that's that. Um, however, I did I did go through a few things and I was like, you know, I do wonder if it's the weather because let's face it, it's supposed to be sunny right now. We're supposed to be getting that vitamin D. We're supposed to be recharging our batteries, you know, like like Superman essentially. Um, you know, there's a lot that, that we should be doing at this time of year that we're not because of the weather. So maybe the weather's having something to do with it. Maybe the weather's having an effect. Um, there's been a lot of, I don't want to run. That's the first thing. There's been a lot of, oh man, if I didn't have to work out right now, that'd be amazing. There's been a lot of, I don't want to get out of bed right now. There's been a lot of, can I skip the treadmill today and still get away with it? There's been a lot of that. So much so that it's quite crippling. Um, I've just literally now just realized all the stuff I've rattled through there. That sounds a lot like, like a depression. Um, and now I'm starting to think maybe that's part of it. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff going on at the moment and not a lot of it's great. And that obviously brings, I was having a conversation the other day where I was saying like a lot of the stuff that's going on right now is stressful. And it's stress that I don't need and I don't want and I don't want to have to deal with. But it's there and it's pretty constant. Maybe it's that. But honestly, the thought of going out the door and and running is like, yeah, I'm good, thanks. The thought of running and just being like, like this whole, I I can't seem to do, you know, the distances I want to. I can't seem to find the motivation to go any further than I'm going. I can't seem to find the drive to do any more 
than I'm doing right now. And part of me feels like I'm doing the bare minimum, whilst also knowing that I'm I'm not. I'm doing more more than the average bear, let's say. Um, but it's been difficult. It's been a, it's been a chore. It's been it's hard. It's hard to do these things every single day when the first number one top thing you don't want to do is all of those things. There are, there have been points in time where I'm like, I might just go to bed because this, this feeling of exhaustion, this feeling of tiredness, this feeling of not being able to get enough sleep. Um, I'm not very well. I don't know if you can hear it. I'm not very well. And it, it's very reminiscent of all that time I spent at the start of the year complaining about being ill. It's very reminiscent of that. It's not a cold. It's not flu-like. It's not, it's not whatever. It's just there and it's just annoying. And I wonder if that's weather-related. Um... So, yeah. Like I said, I don't want to jinx anything. So maybe it's something to come back to on a later podcast. Um, something different. Something I've done before, but it's something different to, to the huge. Um, I want to talk about an album. Um, anybody that's listened to this podcast for a long time knows every now and then I talk about an album. Uh, and the reason that it's every now and then is because the music I like, the music I listen to, the music I enjoy, it doesn't come along all that often. You know, a lot of the bands that I listen to have kind of died off or are not very good or, you know, time's moved on in 30 years, so music has as well. However... Every now and then you get a new album. Every now and then you get a new album from a band. And this is one of those times. This is an album I have been waiting for. It's not one that crept up on me. Every now and then I'll be like, has that band got a new album? How did I not know? Uh, this was not one of those times. This was one where I had it pre-saved, ready to rock, and, and actually started listening to it at, you know just after midnight on the day of release. Uh, the album in question is Skindred's new album. Do you know something? This might seem strange, but I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look it up. I think it's called Smile. It is called Smile. Um. Unfortunately, uh, it's going to be a weird review because ultimately I've got to get this, this out. Right out in front. I like the album. I've enjoyed the album. I think it's good. Now that I've started with that, now I feel I can unleash my uh, my thoughts and feelings around the negatives. Um, and unfortunately, and I, I hate to say this, unfortunately there are a few, not necessarily wholly about the music. Uh, I'm going to talk about something that's uh, a new phenomena and one that I really don't like. So this is not 
Skindred specific. This is bands I like specific and they have started doing something that I don't like. What that is? Releasing singles from their upcoming album. But by the time they've started releasing the singles and by the time they've released the album, you've basically heard 60% of the album. That may or may not be an exaggeration. Um, what What's annoying about it is apparently the, the big idea is, hey, let's release the best tracks on the album as singles. You listen to it, you go, my word, that single is an absolute banger. Oh my God, I can't wait for the album. You listen to the first single 50 times. They'll release another single. O-M-F-G. This one is also a banger. This album could be the greatest album ever released. You listen to that one. 40 times. They release another single. Um, yeah, it's okay. It's not not as good as the other two, but still better than nothing. Listen to it 20 times, go, yeah, I'm, I'm, I probably heard that one. They release another single. And you go, this single is terrible. This song is one of the worst songs I've ever heard. I hate this with every fibre of my being. Why would you do this? Why have you done this? Please tell me this isn't on the album. But it's okay. Another single. Let's not forget, nowadays albums range, you know, 10, 12 tracks. And we're up to five singles. Okay, let's listen to another single. Okay, this one's good. I like this. This is enjoyable. Cool. I like it. Honestly, the quality of these singles must allude to a fantastic album. Then the album gets released, and you listen to it. So you listen to the first track, and you go, oh, the first track is a new track, and it's a good one. Oh, yeah. It's good. It's good. I like it. You listen to the second track, and you go, oh, this was the first single they released. And you listen to the third track, and you go, oh, this was the the second single they released. Uh, yeah, I've, I've kind of heard these, you know, I've heard them a lot. I've listened to them a lot now. Um, okay, what have we got for the fourth track? Oh, the fourth track was that single they released, which I hated. Uh, fifth track, this isn't much better than track four. Track six, Holy Smokes blows the roof off. Literally blows the roof off. You're like, yes, loving this. And as you work your way through the album, you go, okay, so some of the tracks just are not are not good tracks. They're not good tracks. That's fine for now. I'm going to come back to it in a minute. So, Let's put them to one side. Let's look at the rest of the album. If need be, we can skip those tracks. The rest of the album is great. It's brilliant. It's wonderful. It's fantastic. It's exactly what we're looking for right now. 
there's a small problem. Because you've heard the singles so many times and you haven't heard the other tracks as many times, you find yourself in a situation where you don't want to hear the singles. So then you start doing that. Am I am I am I alright to skip this? Because I feel like I need to bring the others up. I need to listen to those as much as I've listened to the single and then go back to listening to the whole album. Obviously not the whole album because there's a couple of tracks that I could really do without. And it just leads to a super disjointed album. Now then, it may feel like I'm I'm targeting Skindred in this situation, which I'm not because they're not the first band to have done this recently. And in Skindred's defense, the last band that did this literally released the good tracks from the album as singles to try and, in some ways, hide the fact that the rest of the album was not up to par. Naughty, naughty. The Skindred album is good. The Skindred album is fine. Um, a couple of things left before I finish reviewing this album. Um, I really don't like this disjointed thing. Release a single, get us hyped, get us loving it, go, that single was an absolute banger, and leave it there. Leave the rest of the album to simmer, and then release it all in one go, and then at least in that way you've only got one single to then say, yeah, I've heard the single, let's hear the rest. Number two. If you've got an album that's 80% absolute banger, why is it not 100%? Is that the... Is that the... experience that we're looking for? Is it that we want people to say, I'll tell you something, 80% of that album was fantastic... Ignore the 20% because it wasn't, but the rest of it was absolutely fantastic. Is that what we're looking for? Let me put it another way, and I've said this before, and I'll keep coming back to this. The the love song that you put on your on your album in sandwiched in between two absolute juggernauts. Are you gonna play it live? Are you going to go out on stage in front of all of those heavy metal fans and play them a love song live? No. You're absolutely not going to do that. So then why is it on the album? I honestly think the the last album that Machine Head released is one of the finest albums there's ever been. It's absolutely one of Machine Head's best albums. It is way up at the top of their catalogue. It was absolutely phenomenal. And the reason was that every single track on that album was awesome. That album was a juggernaut from start to finish. Because they got they got the assignment and they completed it to the best of their ability. Even after all these years. I'd rather the album was two tracks short. 
than having what I consider to be the music equivalent of a filler episode. I said I said to Larry the other day, I was like, it's just to me it's just lazy. It's just lazy music. Obviously I can't do any better. I'm not, you know. But it's just it's just it's just filling a space. Let's not. Let's get rid of the space. Let's get rid of it and just have an absolute banger. So there we go. Great album. Could have done with a few a few tweaks to how it was released and what was what was released. Um, unfortunately, a little bit of a downer. Um, I I did attend a funeral in the last week. Um, one of those things. I have tendency not to talk about, like, like, oh, I went to a funeral. I then don't go on to say whose funeral it was. In a lot of ways, I'm not entirely sure it's my place to be relaying certain information. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna fit, I'm gonna keep that. Um, the funeral was for somebody who was older. Um, something that's been said that I've used a few times in the last week. Um, that I feel I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, when, when somebody's older, it's not um, a funeral as such as a celebration of life. And I really like the way that that's worded because that's that's what I felt. That's how I felt. I was like, this person's had a, a, a good long life, so we should celebrate that. Um, Possibly a little bit smaller than your average funeral. I think when you've li- when you've lived many years, that's a natural thing because unfortunately, a lot of your friends and family have passed away. Um, so a smaller affair. Um, nice to have the opportunity to say goodbye. Nice to have the opportunity to. You know, you have that thing where you know you see people who you don't see all the time, and it's that that kind of oh, why does it take a funeral to bring people together kind of situation? Um, not quite that exactly, but you know, it's like hey, I saw you the other day, but not in this way, not in this setting, and not for this long, that kind of thing. Um, so there's a funeral. Something strange, in some ways, happened over the course of the day. Um, I think a funeral, a natural thing with a funeral is for you to cast your mind back to previous funerals. I think that's probably quite a natural thing. Oh, the last time I wore this was for this funeral when I went to this place. And da da da. That's kind of that. And, you know, in some strange way, there's a bit of a. Like people comparing funerals at a funeral. Kind of. Like, oh, I, I remember when, when we went to that funeral, sort of thing. Um, so, you know, it's funeral, you wear certain things. So, the, this, this is something that started early on where I was like, oh, I've got a. I've got a badge on my jacket from a previous funeral. Makes you think about a previous funeral. Um, I was casting my mind back over the funerals I've been to. Landed on certain key funerals. 
Um, we go off to to the pub where the wake is. Um, I find a table to sit down. I drank so much coffee. I'm surprised I didn't have some sort of issue that day. I drank so much coffee. I think it was some sort of coping mechanism. But honestly, I was like, how did I survive that? It was it was a ridiculous number of cups of coffee. I sat down at the table and I looked up and there was a, um, a beer sign behind the bar of this pub. And I was like, oh my word. And it was um, a sign for the favourite beer of somebody whose funeral I went to a few years ago. A friend of mine who I think about often. Um, and it was like, wow, that is so weird. Um, a little bit later in the day, I was looking for a picture. I uh, went onto my phone, looked for a picture. I was like, oh, I can't find it this way. I'll look for it a different way. Um, I was like, oh, I'm going to look through this folder. And one of the pictures in the folder was of the person who whose last the last funeral I went to. I was like, how weird is that? And it was like every sort of or a, a lot of the previous funerals I've been to were all popping up throughout the day. Um, in a strange way, it was a little bit like those people kind of calling by to say hello, kind of thing. Um, strange, sad, kind of nice in a way. But yeah, a little bit strange. Um, here's a here's a fun one. Let's let's light let's lift it up. Let's come off the back of a funeral talk and lift it up to something um, to weight weight related stuff. I've started like putting in the notes for the podcast a little bit more. Uh, yes, thank you, computer. I needed that information right now. Um, I started putting in the notes a little bit more about uh, some weight-related stuff. Um, so, uh, I don't know if, if if anybody's aware, but on a Saturday, Saturday night cheat meal. Boom, get the cheat meal down. Sunday, fast all day, can just have uh, liquid, and in case of drinking a lot of coffee... And having coffee breath can allow for a mint. Um, Chewing gum, that sort of thing. Other than that, the only things that are allowed are coffee and water. Um, Which, one of those I understand, I have sugar in coffee. So, kind of, don't know how it works. Um, I I don't know whether this system does work. All I know is that come Monday... That's usually my lowest point for weight. Weirdly, randomly, oh, and then I get weighed on a Monday morning, in case anybody doesn't know. Weirdly, randomly, however you want to slice it. Uh, I went to get a shower Sunday morning. So I'd had my cheat meal Saturday night. I was full of all the foodie goodness. Sunday morning, I went to get in the shower and I went, do you know something? I am going to weigh myself. I'd just like to see a comparison of what I weigh now and what I'm going to weigh in 24 hours. 
So I did. I wouldn't normally do this. I don't think I've ever really done it, but I was like, let's let's give this a try. I stepped on the scales and I nearly fell off the scales because the scales told me I was five pounds heavier than I was this time last week, last Monday. I was five pounds heavier than last Monday. I was terrified for the official weigh-in today because I'm like, yeah, the theory is the theory here is that I'm going to lose not only five pounds, I'm then going to go on to lose an additional one, two, so a possible seven pounds. Over the course of the next 24 hours. That is surely impossible. So, spent 24 hours worrying, going, this is bad news. This is going to be a bad time. I do not like this. This is not fun. Uh, Why did I do it? I know why I did it. I I wanted a comparison. So, Monday morning rolls around. I do absolutely everything. Because sometimes I screw myself. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but there's there's an element of dehydration. And I had to explain this to one to my, to my eldest today. I was like, it's not intentional. I'm not intentionally trying to dehydrate myself. What it is, is I massively hydrate over the course of the day on Sunday. The problem is... Without any food to hold that moisture, it literally just goes straight through me. I spend all day going to the toilet. It's one of those, there are points of the day where I'm like, oh, it's been eight minutes since I've been for a week. Best go to the toilet. It's that kind of thing. And it's coming out clear. Sorry to be too graphic, but I want to give an idea of what I'm talking about. I don't know if any of this is scientific. All I know is I've been doing this for a while now, and this is the way it seems to go. I drink a lot of water, I drink a lot of coffee, and it all just comes straight back out. Ultimately, what that means is by the time I get to Monday morning, I'm quite dehydrated. A few times in the last few weeks, I've absolutely scuppered myself by ending up having water before getting weighed. And, and silly things like that. So this morning I went through the whole checklist. Do not do this. Do not do that. Do not do the other. Just get through the morning. Run. Walk the dog. Etc. And then step on the scales. And see what happened. And that's what I did. I managed to tick all the boxes. Step on the scales and go. Holy smokes. So. I had to lose five pounds just to be back where I started last Monday. Great, fantastic, wonderful. Not acceptable in a weight loss world. So I needed six, really. And honestly, because I'd actually put weight on, I needed seven pounds. We know this. I've already been through this. I'm just making sure we're on the same page. I lost seven pounds. 
in 24 hours. I felt like I should have been going, stepping into the cage. I thought I was, I was like, am I secretly in the UFC here or what? How is this? How, you know, all that sort of stuff. Like, that is, that I think we can all agree, that is crazy. Now, any dietitian, nutritionalist, other words that I don't really fully understand the roles is going to tell you that all of the stuff I've said is absolutely terrible. Terrible for you, really bad for your health, all that sort of stuff. But from a perspective of I'm trying to lose weight and get down to my lowest, which, uh, by the way, I'm at my lowest today for five years. So I lost seven pounds. The, the absolute the absolute shit of it the absolute shit of it I was 0.8 of a pound over the stone as I you couldn't give me 0.8 of a pound obviously this is a guy who's then saying I mean I lost 7 honestly I'd love someone to come and tell me how it, how it works uh, especially if somebody's going to come along and go, you do know that this is a complete farce and you're just cheating all the way. If that's the case, fine. Somebody explain it to me. I'll do it. I'll do it differently. I would have liked to have seen that that other stone drop into another stone, but not today, I'm afraid. Um, going back to the book I was talking about. I'm reading a book. I am going to tell you what the book is. It's not. I'm not going to keep it a secret. No, no, no. Uh, the book is... Oh, Jesus. I want to say it's called Tremendous. I think it's called Tremendous because the word Tremendous is used about 1,400 times. It is. It's right there. Uh, tremendous. The Life of a Comedy Savage uh, by Joey... Coco Diaz. Um, one of those things. This book is absolutely it is it is what it says on the tin. This book is tremendous. It's absolutely fantastic. I cannot. One of those books that you, when you start reading, you just can't put it down. Couple of things. One, not super long. It's only two hundred and forty-five pages. Not a long book. Uh, and two, with it not being very long, it's really causing me issues with buying the audio book. Uh, part of me feels like it's it's a bit of not a waste, but when you're buying a book that's 10, 12 hours long, you're like, oh, I'm getting value for money there. Versus, I think this book's like six hours, and it's like, what, eight pounds for an audio book? So you're spending more pounds than you get in hours. It is read by Joey Diaz, so there is that. So, yeah, but it is making it for a difficult purchase, ladies and gents. Difficult purchase. Um, it's fantastic. It's wonderful. Um, one of those books that you can look at and go, oh, so you can be an absolute mess and still come good. Which I honestly can't imagine why I would be drawn to something like that. Um, it's a very dangerous book for me to start reading 
on a night before going to bed because I cannot put it down. Apart from last night, found it very easy to put it down because nearly finished it and didn't want it to end. So I went, I'm just going to put the book down. Um, I cannot say enough good stuff about this book. Um, obviously, from a personal perspective, I like certain types of books. Uh, I seem to be jumping between um, military, like special forces, like uh, US Navy SEALs, uh, British snipers, and stand-up comedians. I think I got an achievement on my Kindle app, and I'm sure it was something like Dabbler. And I was like, I bet you dollars to donuts that achievement is because I read different genres. Um, one of that, one of that. I do not want it to end. Um, there's a part of me that is in that camp of. I might read it again. I don't often read books more than once. However, I do often absorb books more than once by reading it and then getting the audiobook. Because then I can just listen to it when I want to. I listen to it, you know, over and over and over again. Um, so, very few books have I read more than once. I feel that there's an element of you've kind of absorbed the information um, which is weird coming from me because I don't absorb too much information from books in a particular way. Um, however, I do have this thing. Um, I don't know what I'm going to read next. A few people have said to me, oh, well, why don't you see what sort of recommend recommendations you get when you finish this? I was like, that's not too bad an idea, to be fair. Um, but... You ever just get that thing where you've enjoyed something so much you don't want it to end and you kind of don't want to move on something else? Um, I, I heard this thing ages ago about why people struggle to go on to watching new TV series and it's like you feel like you're betraying the characters of the previous TV series. Um, so yes, lots going on in the book reading world. Um some good, some not. That's kind of the, that's kind of the week done. Uh, I've kept I've condensed stuff down. Uh, the problem that I've got by condensing stuff down is the film is a film I've watched before and talked about before. I'm going to give a slightly different review of it, which is why it's there. Uh, and the game, again, game I've played before, reviewed before, but I'm playing it in a different way. I have started another game which I haven't written down. Honestly, it's because I'm not sure how far I'm going to get with it. So, movie first. Uh, there's no TV. Um, I've got a lot of stuff that's like on the horizon. Like I'm looking forward to the new series of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, I'm looking forward to is not the right word, but I'm partially intrigued in the new series of What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, something else. Uh, I'm looking forward to Reacher Series 2. No idea when that's coming. Anyway, um, I rewatched Black Adam. Let's get it out right out of the front. Black Adam has not had the best of times. And I'm not talking the character, I'm talking the movie itself. Black Adam has not had the best times. There was a lot of controversy around, a lot of different issues with that film. 
I feel I've reviewed this film twice in the past. So there's that aspect. I think the second time I reviewed it, I just talked about how much I really didn't like the kid in it. So, third review's the charm, as they say. Nobody says that. Um, however, I rewatched Black Adam. And what might be somewhat of a surprise. I enjoyed it a lot more this time. A part of me feels like if you can look past the controversy. Part of me feels like if you can look past, let's face it, some of the bad elements. There's something there. So, what I saw this time round. And this might sound this might sound strange, it might sound a little bit weird. But, I realised that they actually did Black Adam really well superheroes very rarely get super speed superman can move really fast the flash can move really fast other um what's his name quicksilver um which I'm now starting to wonder if there's been two different versions of Quicksilver in the Marvel stuff. Because presumably there's one in the X-Men. Are they both called Quicksilver? Because there's the one in the MCU. One of those, I would look it up. I don't want to waste your time. Um, But, anybody who's super fast, what do they do? They slow them down. So this person's super fast. Their, their thing is speed. So to demonstrate how fast they are, we're going to put them in slow motion. When you break it down like that, it seems a little strange. Something that is not really done as much, uh, I'm not saying there's no slow motion. There is a slow motion scene that is used to depict a variety of different things happening at once. Other outside of you know the odd slow motion, Black Adam moves at super speed, and it's a novelty. You are literally like, hey, that's actually kind of cool. You also got this aspect of Black Adam is bulletproof, bullet resistant, whatever. But there's this genuine feel of he is not bothered in the slightest. About bullets. They do not even register on his scale. You've got the lightning. You've got the super speed. You've got the bullet proof. You know you can't blow him up. All of this. He is vulnerable to the. Strange metal thing. Anyway. Something I noticed. Was that I felt they'd actually done. Black Adam right. Never going to get away from the fact. That they, never, that they didn't put his pointy ears in. Which. I think we can all we can all guess why that is. Um, the kid was less annoying. Not saying he wasn't annoying, just seemed less annoying. And I feel like you know somebody said to me, and I, and I mention it every now and then. Somebody said to me, "Why do you rewatch films you don't like?" And I always say, "This is why." Because I feel that even a bad film's got something in it that you might overlook and come back to and go actually you know something that wasn't that bad 
Something I thought about more recently was maybe I'm just brainwashing myself. Maybe I'm just browbeating myself going, you will like this film. You will like this film. And if I just watch it like, you know, multiple times, I eventually reach a point where I'm like, hey, I like that film. Who knows? Um, Game-wise, I've been working through the Sniper games. I, I, I keep saying, oh, I can't tell you what it's called. Um, Sniper. It's not Sniper Elite. It's the other one. Sniper Contracts. I played three, played it from start to finish, really enjoyed it, really enjoyed it. There was this thing that there's two or three weapons that I still haven't unlocked, and I was a bit like, oh, I should I should do something about that. Pretty sure I did that the first playthrough and tried, and nothing really came of it. So when I did it the second time, I was like, I've, I've done this. I moved on to Sniper, one, uh, Sniper Contracts 1. Which, believe it or not, is the next game in the in the franchise. Started playing it, and I was like, "Ah, oh, man, I've played this level so many times." And I finished the level, and I went, "I don't think this is the game for me right now." I've got some funny feelings around this game, so I moved on to Sniper Two, and Sniper Two was absolutely the game I was looking for. This was the droid I was looking for. Um, thoroughly enjoyed replaying through it. Thoroughly enjoyed trying to get more upgrades. However, let's talk about the upgrades. You can replay the missions as many times as you want. You cannot get the currency you need from replaying the missions. So your choices are restart the game and try and do it all in a clean playthrough with no upgrades and your weapons aren't very good or play through the game again selecting the missions you want to select starting where you want to start etc etc and what i found was ultimately try and tick off the challenges so the challenges carry the currency you need for your upgrades the later upgrades in the game not all upgrades so, what then started becoming the new game was, can I complete these challenges to get the currency? And it re revitalized this game for me. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. It opened up a whole other, like a lot of it's like, oh, can you, um, can you snipe this person? Can you assassinate this person? In a particular way, at a particular point, on the map at a particular point in time which you have to create through your actions and i went i don't know but i'm gonna find out and that was kind of the game from that point on and it took this 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 twist this turn this this interesting new development and it was really enjoyable the thing that that was less enjoyable was when i played through the whole game and finished it and went Damn it, now what? So, two things. One, I did start it again, trying to find a lot more of the challenges to do. Two, I installed two games. The games I played for, one's really old. Um, not gonna lie, I, I, I do think I need a new game in a world where I can't afford new games. So, there's that. Nearly bought a game a few days ago for four pounds 
then the PlayStation sale started. I went, huh, if it was £4 before, it's going to be even cheaper now. Yeah, 15 quid in the PlayStation sale. So, did not buy that. Um, that, ladies and gentlemen, is the podcast for this week. Uh, I hope you found some enjoyment in it, and I will catch you next time. So there we go, what do you think of that? Another one done, another week gone, another podcast in the bag. Thank you for listening, thank you for watching, thank you for being here. If you're already one of the CookieCast crew, you've already subscribed, big thank you. If you haven't, before you leave, please do click the subscribe button, click a like, you'll get updates if that's a thing that you're interested in. Share the podcast around, tell a friend or a family member. Check out the website, it's thecookiecast.com, there you'll find social media links and an email button. It's a little website, but it does the job. Uh... Is that it? Is that everything? Leave a review. Did I say that? If you've got two minutes, leave a review where you can leave a review. And we would appreciate it. That's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye. And I'll see you then. How awesome is that? So awesome. you got to like, share and subscribe.